0: Science. Welcome to Probably Science, bonus episode. This is probably, probably science. It's probably, going to be very <laughs> little science. I don't science. know how much science. It's Hold a on. holiday special. Hold on, have a pair. This is a Rankin-Bass probably special. Get that in ya. Uh, Jesse a, just drove back from Nashville, Tennessee, and he bought, I'm guessing on, on the road, you bought some Jelly Bellies. I love Jelly Bellies. Um that you're sharing. Th- That's a pear. Now, pear is the best
1: Jelly Belly um, okay. by far.
0: It's just like a pear. It's just like a pear. It's incredible. It's
1: incredible, yeah. And and you can you go,
0: you know, on the Jelly Belly website, you can buy bins of just by the flavor. Um, I feel like that would be- you would get sick of that one flavor after about five beans, but it's a very accurate flavor. It's extremely accurate. Pear and peach are the Jelly Belly. I mean, that's the gold.
1: And um, yeah, so this is the Fruit Bowl blend. Um,
0: it gets the official, probably science seal of approval. That's We're, re- we're it's recommending a, it's probably the probably a seal of approval. blend of Jelly The Jelly, jelly Belly
1: Fruit Bowl blend. Go to the website. Um, get that going. And if they want to sponsor the show, they could maybe do that.
0: Send us some Jelly Bellies. Send us, send Not even
1: financially. No, just, jelly, just send Jelly yeah, Bellies. just send
0: Jelly Bellies. This is, of course, Jesse Case. Hey, everybody. Who's, uh, joining me this week. It's just going to be the two of us because Matt and Brooks are still out of town. But we wanted to give something to the fans who Can are we- wondering why we're, we're only... Last week, I was really bummed. It was the first week we didn't put out an episode in, in almost a year, and I well, didn't, I didn't even, want to break I didn't that. even know
1: until yesterday that we were doing this. I mean, this is you should explain the situation, because uh, first, this episode, yeah, I think, I think we just decided to do We should talk about the history of this episode. Sure. You, you called, go. You called me yesterday and said, hey, man, uh, Matt and Brooks are out of town. Everyone's got weird stuff going on. You want to do the show. We don't have any guests, but I don't want to go two weeks without doing one. And I said totally, um, I'll be back. You know, around six thirty. I had to drive back. I had, um, you know, I've had uh, my folks are in Nashville. I was back home for the for all that, and we could talk about all that later. Um, but then I had, like shows on the way back, and then I had to pick up Georgia, the dog that's on the bed. Um, the that's de- the deaf dog. That's the deaf dog that's on the bed. I had to pick up Georgia from a dog sitter, um, in a like kind of a blinding snowstorm going on in the mountains. What in in San Bernardino County? Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I just met her at some gas station, and did that, um, and then rolled in around six, and now now here we are. But the guests um, couldn't make it, so so it's just us. We decided to do. We were going to cancel it, and then we thought bonus episode.
0: Right. So if you're one of those listeners who is always frustrated that we. Wait so long in an episode to get to the science. Good news, you can just turn this one off right now. Turn it, it right there. off. There's one story I, I will talk about. And if you're it's...
1: if you're the three listeners that don't like the science part, right. This is for you.
0: And if you're the li- <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of the listeners who <laughs> was like, I like probably science. Um, Brooks and Matt, I could take or leave, but that Andy, he's got something. And if that's if that's your yeah, thing, if, you're, if you're Andy's mom, you're probably also the guy who was into Hanson because of Isaac. <laughs> you were probably. <laughs> was Isaac the drummer? No, he was the guitar guy. Uh, who, who was, Isaac was the old one. The old one that was no girl's favorite. Like, no girl had any <laughs> posters of, he was already hit his growth spurt. He had, like, that weird little Oh, he had
1: kind of the rat stash going. He yeah. sort of looked
0: like Eric Stoltz in the movie Mask, or The Mask, whichever one's about. Elephantiasis.
1: No, I know what you're talking about. That was that was just Mask. That, mask. That was just mask. Okay, yeah. the
0: mask is Jim Carrey. Yeah, I Mask re- is also the cartoon. Still
1: to this day, the hardest I've ever killed, like in any comedy thing, was uh, <laughs> it was a sophomore in high school, and we were watching that. And uh, you know, his name was Rocky in the.
0: Rocky Dennis, I think, right? Rocky
1: Dennis, yeah. yeah. And um, it was like this real sad part, you know? And I'd just go, hey, Rocky, why the long face? Hey. <laughs> and uh, just mayhem, destroyed, murdered in that classroom.
0: Just Def Jam style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was,
1: yeah, I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. That's when the bug was planted. Um.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of looking for roots of, of the comedy bug, my, my dad found a bunch of old videos, home videos from the mid-80s, about 20 hours worth, and he digitized all of them and gave, gave them to us on on DVDs. So I have 20 gigs of home movies, and I've been watching it. And some of it, it's, it's, it's really cool to see what people looked like back then. But the last thing I want to do is see myself talk at age eight. Right. It's awful. You, it's, know, you know, I see what I like? so many of the traits of myself that I hate in eight-year-old Andy, and I'm like, oh, if you could have just stopped I know, doing that. I then know.
1: Just, I like the juxtaposition of you because I I know you, and you obviously had to like delete porn to make room for it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like the, the juxtaposition of like the most uninnocent to move in the most
0: innocent thing. You don't think I had twenty gigs free on my laptop? to finish? No, <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Think I'm operating at ninety nine percent capacity no. all the time. With yeah, porn. It's like. Um, Dude, your your
1: external hard drives of porn. It's like that scene in American Beauty when she goes in his room. It's just, <laughs> it's
0: just like a like a bookcase, <laughs> like of just Western digital, just labeled by by subgenre. Yeah, and then just a
1: weird Nazi plate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Just everybody, everybody, Where did you get those. Everybody, we re-
1: rewatched that movie, so you know what I'm talking. about.
0: Yeah, actually, I don't remember the specifics of it, but. Um I appreciate that you think that I'm that much of a porn hound. No, no, I don't.
1: I don't. I think we we have
0: equal porn houndedness. Um, I think I probably have the, the normal... See, I don't think anybody really knows what normal is anymore with that because it's so ubiquitous. But I feel like I've, I'm probably normal with that. I, I think, think it can be
1: a problem for me. Yeah. I think I, I it can be a very... Um, not a problem like ruining your life yeah. you know losing your friends What i don't even know how you would lose your friends because of porn which i would like to know i would like to know how you lose a friend because of porn
0: i think they have reality shows about that kind of stuff though unlike tlc or a and e sure sure the learning channel the um, learning
1: about people <laughs> who just watch porn. but 24 but i away. do think that uh, yeah i mean obviously if you just have whatever hyper addictive personality and that somehow triggers it combined with whatever happened in your childhood i mean yeah it could be a problem yeah but I think it's just a normal problem. Just it's like it's just kind of negative. Like I have like weird dreams after where I'm just like yeah. that's like I'll have a dream and I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like that's because of porn. Like that's how that right. got in there.
0: And and I definitely I I, I convinced myself that which I know isn't true, but, like, well, these are adults who chose to do this thing. I was like, well, but they chose to do it because of a series of events in their life that didn't go well. Right. And even if I'm not paying for the thing- Right, Ted Bundy chose it- to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, you know, the only thing that I really, I don't feel much guilt about it except that I know that there are people whose lives are, this wasn't the choice they probably in their heart of hearts wanted to make. There are some who do, I'm sure, but- um, yeah, you're not supporting a great thing. You're not. This isn't, you're not. And um that's why I only condone uh, amateur porn that was just uh, stolen from people without their knowledge. Uh, <laughs> sure. Ripped from sure. their phones. None and, of
1: that's real though. Yeah, no, I know. You know, all those uh I mean, well, let's not get into the fact that I just know all the websites, but um uh, No, but I mean like celebrity uh leaked, quote-unquote leaked celebrity tapes. Some which, of those could be legit. I I think some of it's set up with a publicist of beforehand. course. That's yeah, yeah. You know. Um but I'm just talking about just you. Just assume it's amateur. I mean, like like uh Mark Marin has one of the best bits on it about how there's there's so much porn, like there's two. It, it's crazy. Like if you try to do the math, there's like ten people that haven't done porn, right? Because like you go, you know, the, some of these amateur sites, and these aren't the big names. It just the big names. There's like a thousand of them. Like there's like a thousand porn stars. Yeah, that are sort of regularly doing it, making a living off of it, and then there's just. I mean, I I would literally say there's a million different people that have something online, and I'm not just talking. I'm not talking about just like a flirty yeah boob shot. No, photo. I think that's I'm talking about a, fair... a sex like a hardcore sex videotape.
0: Because that's a ton of people, but it's still only one in three hundred Americans, or you know, one in uh, well, six, most of it's, one in six thousand humans. But yeah, that's most of not... it's
1: not American. Most of it's like right. weird. Countries I can't pronounce. It's
0: weird because it's not American. Yeah. Well, no, no.
1: I just mean, like, like it's like, um,. It's like super Eastern Bloc, yes, and, former Soviet republics, right? And it's it's not. And this little nerd talk, it's not in T S C It's filmed PAL, like so you know they have like a different like, five
0: twenty five lines. We're talking. Yeah, yeah, they
1: have like a so it has like so like to interpolate it, it has like weird like blue and purple like lines like <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> just like that's one thing I can't I cannot tolerate chroma crawl in my pornography. Yeah, no, no, you're
1: not gonna you're not gonna want that. Um, Three
0: two pull down. You got to come on, just shoot it at twenty four p. Now, and do you ever nostalgically watch porn? Um, I don't have a, a nostalgia porn stash. If that's what you're, uh, I don't think so. Like, you I mean like things that I remember, things that you used to do it for and
1: that's what reminds me of that is like sometimes uh, I was at a, a hotel recently and just flipping the channels, but it was an old tube TV. Um, just flipping the channels, and one of the channels was scrambled, and it was just scrambled porn that was like on there. I could just tell because it, yeah, it just had a brief sort of like green metallic looking boob, right, and then right. it went back to scrambled, you know. And, um, but it like kind of excited me. Like, I just thought like, oh, this is like, this takes me back. This is great.
0: But when you actually, when that was the closest thing you could, when that was it, I mean, that was, that was it, man. That
1: was like, that was so exciting to me.
0: Yeah. I think at age 14 or so I've, I spent more time than I should have on one of those channels hoping that for a second it would end up straight and there would be a clear shot of a breast or something.
1: But then you realize like you're just like, it takes you like an hour and a half to realize you're just watching Twister. Yeah. Like scrambled, it's like still just some movie channel. Yeah, you just thought
0: because it was an expensive channel. Because That's it meant. was an
1: expensive channel, it had to be porn.
0: Wow, I've, how long has this porn digression been now? Because this is yeah, to the hardcore fans, this is a letdown already. Are <laughs> you, calling it do you want bonus. to start over? No, 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 no. We can it's fine. we can no, take no. it back.
1: I didn't. No. I don't want this to no, turn no. into the Stern no, Show. No. You have like fans in lab coats.
0: <laughs> we have people who lecture on physics at Columbia University. Yeah, c- do yeah. you want to take it back? We d- no, that was a long this digression. We can start over. Nope. Nope, that's not. Do you want to? D- okay, here. Let Let's me, keep it going. I don't want to hear about your trip. Though. I want to hear absolutely. About your, but let um, me run this
1: idea by you. Okay, okay. Let's. L- I can run this idea by you mid podcast. Okay. Two bonus episodes: one <laughs> X-rated, one clean.
0: <laughs> we market them as such. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know if we have the time. If I'll tell you what, if not. Matt- <laughs> If Matt and Brooks are unavailable next weekend, we'll we'll keep doing bonus "quote unquote" bonus episodes. We'll do. Um, I mean, um, it's kind of fitting that we're talking about porn because this is the most masturbatory the podcast has ever been. Like, we're not doing what the fans. All want. right,
1: let's tie it into science. Okay. Uh, condoms in porn—they have to do that now.
0: Is that it's, it's enforceable now? Because it's of enforceable in Los
1: Angeles County. I mean, all they're going to do is move.
0: That's anything shot. That's. I thought it was just going to be at like professional shot soundstage kind of thing. Yeah, Could there's a million st- loopholes. So if you just shoot it at your house or something, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's a lot and of holes in Obviously, condoms. if we
0: break out a camera right now, whatever happens in this room, is between you, me, and God and the listeners here. And Georgia. And, and Georgia, the deaf <laughs> albino And Georgia, the, bull, de- the deaf
1: albino boxer pit.
0: Who's asleep on your bed with a fan in her face, because that's the only way she can sleep. It's so not
1: nice. the only way she can sleep, but it really, really helps. Yeah. When you have a fan aimed at her... Um, But here's the thing, man. I love that dog. And it's really made me think, and people are going to hate this, um, people that have children. Uh As I understand it, one of the number one pet peeves of actual parents is when um, dog people try to draw the parallel.
0: Right. I can see how that would be.
1: Where they're like, oh, well, I've got a dog, so I get it. Yeah. You know? But I'm uh, creepily fatherly to Georgia um, because little things excite me. So much. Like like today, when I picked her up, um, she'd never seen snow before. And I got to see her seeing snow for the first time. And we got out of the car, and I wa- we walked around in it, you know? Uh-huh. And then she saw cows for the first
0: time. She's never seen cows before. And was I, she close enough to even register that this was an animal that's different from something she's seen? It, I don't know. I mean, I don't, okay. I don't
1: know. I, I, that's so these a, are
0: firsts to you only. She doesn't even care.
1: <laughs> well, no. She definitely, there's a look of excitement and wonder. Yeah. Which maybe I'm projecting that onto her. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe I'm just personifying her way too much, Um, which we already do just by naming them, I think. But she, um, it was weird. And then I caught myself, and this, dude, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But we passed all these, like, wind turbines, and I just started explaining Ah. the wind (laughs) energy to her. (laughs) You know what I mean? But then it was completely just like my kid. I was like, you know, see, and she's deaf too, and she's so deaf. even she can't even hear it. Even just, if she
0: was one of the smarter dogs, who wants to hear about solar power and you know wind energy, alternative fuel sources. But I
1: just, I got so into it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. And no, then, and then it. it
1: started freaking me out about like, oh, is that is that what I want? Do I want to be like a fa- father? Like, there's worse things. Well, no, I mean, eventually I do. You're pr- this is a practice sort what, of thing. You take what you can get. Right now, it's this dog. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it.
0: This is like when they give you an egg, either in a science class when you're, you know, in middle school, or more frequently on a sitcom as a plot device when everybody has to take care of the egg for a week, and uh, that's been done on like Brady Bunch and See It by the Bell. I feel like, or or take care something. Of an egg. Take care of an egg, um, or something that's breakable, like where kids have to learn responsibility by having this thing that they have to treat as though it's a child. Do they have to bring it with them back to school every day? Maybe.
1: And maybe it's a uh, you just it, sit it in your closet or something. Well in some cases I think
0: it's an egg like it's a it's an egg that has a chick in it. You're trying to keep warm and stuff. But in other cases maybe they give you like uh something fragile. It's, I've never heard of it being used in an actual class setting. I've just seen it on lots of of teen and tween oriented sitcoms There's throughout. I things like that. I never, I
1: never made the volcano. I don't know anyone that made the volcano yeah. like a science fair, yeah. but that's like the most hacky It was know, just shorthand for experiment.
0: Years classroom science yeah
1: it was just it was just the whatever set decorator that was the most popular at the time everyone just stole that
0: i don't know man i'm thinking for the egg thing it was usually that what would happen is that one of the unlikely less nurturing sorts like your ac slater would end up being the star in the caretaking you know it would be like oh who would have thought this guy had maternal instincts yes
1: Yes. okay so it's like like it's like the um it's like the biker guy with a chihuahua yeah sort of deal yeah Totally get it. The Mickey Rourke, uh, the Mickey Rourke syndrome. Yeah, yeah. With his Chihuahuas.
0: Although Um, I kind of do get the small dog thing. I don't know if it's a if I were a little bit if I were a smaller person if I'd want a bigger dog. But I if I got my own dog it would be a Dachshund. I just love I love wiener dogs. Is that weird? I'm a sixteen. No, they're no they're cool. Guy who wants a Dachshund?
1: No, wiener dogs are cool and and they have like I love fur like that. That's the best fur. Yeah. Just kind of thin, fine, short fur. It feels it's not even so good. It's it's, it's great.
0: more that I want if I want a dog, I want it to be something that wants to be, because those those dogs are bred to be burrowers, so they'll like cuddle with you. They'll like get up under the covers and like lie oh, next yeah, to you. They, they burrow wanna,
1: deep. Yeah, they they. Yeah,
0: that's the coolest thing to wake up with this dog nestled against you, like. For, it's just I don't A lot know. of
1: them um, die because they burrow into blankets and stuff and can't get out.
0: Oh, um, that's the cutest death. It ever. is a cute death. But it's <laughs> like
1: a lot of dogs that are bred specifically for a thing.
0: Yeah. Of course. That thing is, is their downfall. That thing
1: is their downfall yeah. in just a domestic setting. Yeah, you know, um, so, so it's like it's not really those dogs' fault that they they chase car tires or whatever. You know, yeah. like sheep dogs or whatever. It,
0: that makes me think I shouldn't see. I was gonna breed this subset of the Sharpe that would have like it. I don't know how you could make this happen through breeding, but um, it would it would have no butthole. Is that doable? Just to have like the cleanest dog? Uh, imagine you don't have to clean up after it. And true, it's gonna. It's going to be problematic because it gets backed up, but that's it's that's where the extra skin comes into play. It's a A, so it can grow into its, and maybe it's got like you know that would be the worst smelling thing. And then it like it lasts twelve months. That's its lifespan. Like because we bred it that way, it it fills up, and then it's just like up sepsis sets in. Like but that's so it's a short term dog. It's not a big commitment. There's no cleanup involved, and you get these different phases where it's like. Wrinkly, and then it's taut at the end. It's like a cooked uh, ballpark frank. Wow! And then it's just done.
1: Is that so? Like if it's like, ironically, if you starve it, it lives longer. Yeah, that's weird, man. That's weird. But then there's you know, the like opposite. You wouldn't,
0: you wouldn't get one of these.
1: No, I mean that would obviously be awful animal <laughs> cruelty. Um, the uh, the I don't even know how you could do that though. Breed something without a butthole.
0: I, it wasn't really a f- feasible thing i was just trying to combine the two things i but don't this like is about a dogs, podcast you have which listeners is...
1: right now with notepads and paper trying to figure that out
0: but island of <laughs> dr Moreau style listeners are just think... horrible <laughs> yeah mad
1: scientists weird like argentinian geneticists
0: the, the two worst things about dogs if you're considering getting one are uh the commitment of 14 years of your life yeah uh, and the, the the poop so i'm just getting rid of both of those things in one fell swoop
1: okay not bad not okay. bad done um not bad I uh, My parents have a new German Shepherd. Um, Emmy is her name. Um, and she is the most expensive thing in their house. Uh-huh. She was $10,000. What? They didn't pay the $10,000. They got her for free. Okay. Very weird story. Uh, which, uh, screw it. I'll tell it because, sure. because
0: fuck that guy. Bonus episode.
1: Um, I won't use any names. Um, but there was, a, there was a guy who who played for the uh he played for an nfl team Mm -hmm. right it's not michael vick okay okay but when all that stuff with michael vick happened a lot of those dudes like got rid of their dogs right and uh this dude was one of them and through a friend of a friend of a friend my my, my parents have the dog now yeah and it's this crazy ten thousand dollars it's not i mean she's great she's not crazy but it's it was like she came with papers like more official documents than i have she's born in france yeah, you know, and all this stuff, but then, but then you find out she's so incredibly purebred. Um, her lifespan is like nine point five years. Oh, Jesus, and she's already nine. You wow. know, because they're just they just they're just get up and go. They're just not even made for that. It's like yeah, German Shepherds. I think eighteen ninety nine was the year of like the first official one. Really? Yeah, they're really, yeah, new, they're a really new species, and it was oh. like one guy invented them. He, he or not invented, but you know, created them. Yeah. Um, and he made them over several generations of dog, and and then. Yeah, just 1899, and they're still really, really new, but they were total just, like, workhorse, you know. They were always used as those as the suicide dogs in World War II. Oh, wow. Um, of which there were about a quarter of a million.
0: <laughs> you mean they would just, like, strap bombs to them and send them someplace and detonate them? Yeah, they were called bunker dogs. Wow, I don't think I knew that was a thing until you said that. That's terrifying. Yeah, well, okay, so there's,
1: there's multiple sides to this. Yeah. First... Um, and that, oh, and let me apologize to listeners for not doing probably history had to get out of town, but oh, I'm yeah. going to do it this week. we're going to do it, nice, and then we'll have that up um, so uh the u s s r was fighting the Germans mm-hmm. um, and let me let me run this by you because I've always had a weird beef with this, uh uh-huh. how when people say um they were fighting the Nazis, yeah. But it's like they weren't Nazis; they were Germans. The Nazis were just the people that were in charge. That'd be like saying, like instead of like, that'd be like I saying, get "What you're saying, yeah." That'd be like saying the Iraq Army fought the Republicans, yeah, instead of America. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of those dudes were Democrats, or whatever. They were just like already in the army or.
0: It's the country first, yeah. But the way you get behind it is by the current movement that everyone hates there. Is that what you're saying, kind of?
1: Yeah, but also I think there's a level of of how people can disconnect it now by saying, no, but those were the Nazis. Those weren't Germans. Oh, okay, okay. And it's like, no, a lot of those were just dudes that just didn't quit the army. Like, they they were just... Right. They still kind of suck.
0: Do you feel there's any kind of that... um, The racism of, like, this... Although these were the bad guys, they are the stereotypical... uh, they are what what is racist, you know? What is what is in a bad way considered? Amer- th- they're Western Europeans, you know. Where the Japanese, you could just say, "Oh yeah, the Japanese." You wouldn't have to like find a subset of it to make to explain why you're at war with Japan. Well, with a country that quote unquote looks like us, or something. Well, That's that, the it, thing. You know,
1: they look like us. They have a Germanic language. I mean, obviously, yeah. They have similar names like Henry and and uh, Anna. Adolf. <laughs> yeah. No, like Anna and Henry yeah. and, uh, you know, Gunther. Um, <laughs> Gunther! Das ist gut, Gunther. But um, that's why it was so, like, it was a relatable war. I mean, any, any like, World War II freak, most of them like the European theater more than the Pacific, the history of it. Huh. Like, it's a lot easier to sell people on a war.
0: Where, where there's, um, why am I finishing your thought? Go ahead. No, no,
1: where where the enemy is so alien to you. So it's like that's why yes the Japanese were just the Japs Yeah. because they 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 I mean well it's this is no secret that they look different yeah um, we
0: have much less shared history of our cultures they look
1: different they have a completely different language they don't yeah. use they don't use a character set like we use in their alphabet um, their names are like unpronounceable and weird and
0: you don't have to sell me on this yeah I get it
1: um, you know. <laughs> Well, no, I'm, I just mean it's more alien, and the same thing's happening now with the Middle East. Yeah. It's not, it, the names are different. It's, it's a, Arabic is a strange language to us. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot easier just to generalize the whole thing mm-hmm. as opposed to having to explain to ourselves, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we are killing people that look just like us. So, well, they're Nazis. These are Nazis, right. and these right. are, um, Anyway,
0: how did we get on the? Oh, German shepherds. So your parents have a ten thousand dollar dog that came from someone who's not Michael Vick.
1: Well, I was talking about the suicide dogs.
0: Oh, okay. Um.
1: So yeah, Stalin. They just t- they just took all the dogs in Russia. They like drafted your dog, uh-huh. um, because they didn't have the artillery to destroy the German Panzer tanks, which were like that. That was gonna like win the war. That was gonna crush Russia. They were just rolling through, and Russia had this kind of, you know, bootleg army. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just trained all these dogs to think that meat was under the tanks and they strapped bombs to them and off, off they ran and uh, then they blew them up. But, um, America did the same thing to about a hundred thousand dogs. They were called, um, uh, they were called bunker dogs Uh and, um, yeah, they would strap bombs to them and they would tear off up the beach and like run into the bunker. Like, like, you know, Normandy, um, when you watch like saving private Ryan, there's no dogs in that scene. Mm-hmm. it was full of dogs. If you look at the photos, there's dead dogs all over the beach. Wow. And some of those boats, you know, would just have like a guy in the back with a whistle, and then it would just be full of dogs strapped with bombs. And Jeez. when when the thing went down, they would try to swim to shore and run because it, they were just playing the odds. If one of them got all the way up the beach and dove in, yeah. they would be able to blow it up.
0: Wow, I never knew that.
1: Um and they did all this of course without the owners knowing that's what was going on. I mean, the owners thought they, there was a huge propaganda campaign. There was actually there was just a um, someone told me there was just a This American Life about it. Oh, really? So people should listen to that because I'm sure it, it's less like barstool hearsay than.
0: <laughs> but but the, well, that's what probably history is going to be anyway. So
1: <laughs> yeah, barstool hearsay.
0: But you're saying that these were dogs that were public were privately owned that were donated to the cause and retrained. Is yeah. that what you're saying? They yeah. were they didn't have the, the ability to just 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 to breed a bunch. I guess it takes so. No, they, I just like the idea that somebody would gave up their dog. so somebody a lot gave of people, up Fido was like, oh, this is part of the well, effort. A quarter we're all of a million, sacrifices. a quarter of
1: a million dogs were given up, and at first. You would get your dog back. you were loaning your dog to the army, right. and then and then um, like none of them were coming back, <laughs> so because um, they weren't all suicide dogs. a lot of them were being used for other stuff, running medic packages. and
0: I just can't believe there was ever a shortage of dogs when all we have is, is too many dogs and pounds that are full of them, and maybe the 40s were different before, but maybe the uS. wasn't always such a dog culture as it is now, but you know what I'm saying? like there, there are so many places where they're going to be euthanized as too many of them. so just grab all those up.
1: Well, I don't know why I'm done. No, I'm I'm fighting, fighting with you good, about this. No, that's a good call. About. I mean, that's a good call. I, I, I just assumed that there were, yeah, there had to be less, and they could only really train certain kinds. Yeah, there were a lot of like, like Dotsons, for instance. Like they wouldn't take them. Yeah, they would take you know uh, German shepherds and Saint Bernards, and they would take herding dogs and and retrieving dogs, and they would, but they weren't all trainable. Hmm. Um. So they would have to go through some testing first.
0: And I thought I heard, and this is why I will not be on probably science much because I know so little
1: probably history. You mean,
0: yes, probably history. Um, I thought I even heard that after world war two or during it, there was, uh, a campaign against kind of the way the, the bullshit, like freedom fries thing happened after France wouldn't help us fight the war on terror. Um, the german shepherds were were renamed in the u.s. or they weren't popular or they weren't allowed just because they're german dogs you know wow isn't that a thing you've heard am i making that up
1: i've never they heard might that. have rebranded no. them
0: because i think yeah even like sauerkraut was like rebranded as like freedom cabbage or something freedom cabbage something like that I don't wow, know. wow. Other,
1: other things like that that's great that's great um Pooping on someone's chest was completely changed to to, uh, to it was called a it's called a freedom bomb and, um, until around the sixties when they just went back to the reverted yeah. to the old.
0: You can't keep that from the Germans. They love there.
1: Uh, how were your holidays, buddy?
0: <laughs> my holidays were good. I was in Michigan. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of pooping on chests, um, yeah. How the woods fair during the holidays? It was good. It was good. It's a packed house. It was, my nephews are three and six. And what, were you you performing? You're
1: doing a gig. For the, oh yeah as a pack I, of I slaves as my,
0: my exact demos three to six um but no I, I bought I brought back a bunch of things. I went crazy on Amazon and just like, oh, this looks cool this looks, this looks cool, yeah, all these things that are like not that expensive on their own, so I'm like, well, as long as I didn't spend that much total on my nephews, i'm not spoiling them, but uh I realize it's not that it's just the number of things they unwrap that's crazy and so like even my brother, who has the two kids at the end, was like, wow, oh, it's a lot of." It's a lot of stuff. Because I I even bought some dollar store stuff that was just silly and fun. Sure. But then I'm wrapping presents the night before with my sister-in-law, and like, oh, we'll wrap these too. So then the kids had like hundreds of things to unwrap and i felt like oh this is how spoiling starts i feel i hope i'm not complicit in anything but
1: um well you've set you at this point you've set a standard i I still get bummed out when relatives that used to spoil me don't now
0: yeah you know what i mean like i'll get i'll get like some
1: like shitty little thing (laughs) from them (laughs) like some little gift card and it's like yeah it's great but i used to get you know some weird robot toys and stuff and it was like right what happened to you aunt
0: lily you know yeah, and some of my stuff was very. I mean, you know, I got some cool things, but also just dollar store like those rubber thingy. Oh, I'm not gonna be able to explain this well. Condoms, Andy. Yes, that's what I'm talking um, about. What uh, these things at the end of rubber strings that have hands on them? They're sticky. You can just slap oh, those them and great. grab things. Those are great. And that's a two for a dollar. But I was like, I know these are fun. I remember being those six are great. They, years get, old. they
1: get ruined if they're anywhere near any hair.
0: Yeah, exactly. But um, in those five minutes before that, it's a blast.
1: It's a great five minute. It's like your Sharpay idea. Yeah. Um, what kind of loot did you bring in? Let me
0: ask you that. I got a Cuisinart juicer. That was my big thing. I haven't been into juicing. I guess we, as roommates, we're going to start juicing. So that's going to be our resolution. We're going to juice. And we're going to use juice we're with gonna you. use the verb juice. I'll juice with you. It's going to become... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I really will. I'm going to juice at you. I'm going to make it a transitive... Uh, uh, that's not how transitive verbs work. But yeah, we'll start buying some beets and things we can throw in this thing. I think it's going to be... The biggest problem is going to be I think they're hard to clean and you have to clean them every oh, day. Oh,
1: I've heard that juicers are a nightmare to clean.
0: But whatever, we're going to get healthy. We're going to eat lots of greens. I got
1: to get healthy, man. I got to I got to do it. I I had um being on the road in general yeah is a nightmare. And and Andy, I know you keep looking at your computer. I realize there's only two listeners left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know everyone's tapped out. We're just talking at this it's point. It's fine, yeah. Uh, just keep we're it going. we're like Hendrix on the last day of Woodstock.
0: We should tell the listeners, there is, I'm going to mention one, there's going to be at least one science story before this thing ends. So there will be. if you're bailing because you're worried, we'll talk about one thing.
1: Yeah, if, if, I mean, yeah, there, we'll have some continuity.
0: So what you you were just, speaking of the road, so you were just, you drove to Nashville 2,000 miles, and you did shows on the way there and on the way back to justify the trip, kind of. To...
1: Well, to justify the trip, but also, you know, help pay for things. That's, I mean, because the holidays, I do the same, I do some spoiling. Yeah. Um, and I had more people to shop for this year. Yeah, Um, because not only my house right now, uh, uh, bummer time, my folks place, a bit of a hospice situation going on. Um, uh, And that's what the house is. Right. So my aunt is there as well as uh, her son, who's also my cousin. That's weird how that works. Um, (laughs) So they're both there and I can't. And normally I'm an only child. So normally, Christmas is just me and my folks, yeah, you know, um, which is great because it's not a lot. you save a little money, mm-hmm. or maybe you give a little more money, uh, things i don't know, um, but this year it was just more. It was like a bigger household, yeah, so uh, I had to figure out I had to figure that out now, my folks um, i feel i feel I do feel like I nailed it this year though I nailed gift giving What did you get nailed it, Let's um, hear it. so my mom. Uh not only is she a doctor, but she likes she likes a drink every now and then. Okay. She likes a drink. Okay. So I got this and I had I had it framed, like mounted and framed. I got her a um I got her a prohibition era um prescription script for Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Like it, like that, some awesome. doctor wrote, you know, and it was like, take like one to three hours as needed. Basically just a legal loophole saying, yeah, you can drink, like yeah. have some scotch. And it was like through the treasury, it was like a big deal to like get a bottle of government scotch. <laughs> um, and then I also got her a, um, like a World War One blood pressure cuff, like blood pressure machine. Uh, um, cool. You knew that. That's where the mercury exploded everywhere.
0: Yeah, but I was acting like I didn't. So that the you know I'm with the fans. I'm I'm experiencing this like oh yeah
1: yeah. Well, it was shipped and it was broken in shipment and turned into. And I found out in hindsight that like I mean, dude, it would have sucked if if like we made a thing out of that.
0: Uh, if you made a thing out of
1: the mercury, people in like hazmat suits have to come, and it would have cost like thousands of dollars.
0: If you had not just so uh, again to the listeners, this thing had a lot of mercury in it this a ton blood of pressure measuring device from a World A ton War II, of mercury, and it broke in transit. In transit,
1: and there was so, so I opened it up. Yeah, right. And at first, I thought this weird bubble wrap. It's like a, it's like a because you don't know right away. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. occur to you that everything's covered in liquid mercury.
0: Oh my god! And there
1: was just so much mercury <laughs> everywhere. And I, I, you know, say I got it all up. I'm sure there's right now there's like a T1000 forming in the garage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Now I want to know which parts of the house this came through. And went, and was it dripping beads of mercury throughout the
1: house? No, what? I mean, there was a weird like, looking robot asking about John Connor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um, Seriously, you get it at the front door, you take it to your room.
1: I get it at the front door, it's totally sealed. Uh-huh. Totally sealed. Get it up here, right? Open it up. Bananas. Bananas level mercury. of mercury <laughs> everywhere. Okay? So then I go online and basically just Google, like, am I going to die? Yeah. You know? And uh, they say yes. Yeah, no. Um, so what? I, I took all the steps. I took all the proper precautions. Yeah. I vacuumed everything. I threw away the sheets to the bed. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. Um, because but you were going to do that anyway. I saw him. Come on. That's... Yeah, I know. It is gross. Um, yeah, mercury is the least of the porous. <laughs> no, um, anything porous has to go if it can't be like vacuumed. Spilling mercury on a hard surface isn't that bad. Um,
0: Wait, but you never spilled it on your bed just being in the room with the fumes and stuff? No, it was on the
1: bed. It was on the bed. Okay. Because that's where where I was opening the package because it was a delicate item. Yeah. You know?
0: I think that's a safe thing that you threw away. (laughs) Imagine if you're you're just like sleeping in, just bathing it the rest of your (laughs) time in this house. I just
1: like every morning I wake up and cough and like a little bit of mercury just kind of comes out. Um, But uh, so here's what I did, though. Bought some latex tubing, ordered some more mercury, fixed it, fixed it like a badass, and now she has a working World War One uh, blood pressure cuff. And that I have a third arm growing up the, out of my.
0: You you handled mercury.
1: I handled it properly this time. I handled But it with... isn't
0: isn't there more to it than just the spillage? Aren't the fumes off of it dangerous? Or that's why you have to get rid of it right away. Okay, but the mercury that
1: I reordered, um, it's really easy. It was two point one grams um latex gloves mask and no spillage we're talking right in the glass vial right down into the um nice right work. down through the latex tubing Boom. connect it totally sealed now it's in the system throw the vial away uh uh-huh. you know what i mean like outside the house yeah. in the outdoor trash can you're done
0: and she opens it she already has one
1: <laughs> uh she opens it it broke um, again um, no, so that was... And then my dad, I got him a hatch print poster from Nashville, hatch print, um, but of him. It's so like a custom... Oh, cool. Yeah, you can like uh, design them on uh, Photoshop and all that. Now, my aunt, uh, I got her some cookbooks. Nice. Because um, she's ill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know what to get someone that doesn't have much time left. We've talked about this. Produce? I don't know. I don't know what you buy someone that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... I really don't. It sounds like a terrible thing to say. No, it's but uh, it was really hard to like think of things.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> like really hard. I would be at a loss for that. That's so. I went with cookbooks. Make uh, make some nice meals there. Yeah, I mean, you really can't do anything wrong besides buying like a ten year calendar or something. You know, it's
1: weird. Yeah,
0: there's nothing that's gonna be a bad gift unless it's so obviously. And also I'm sorry by the way I shouldn't joke. Oh
1: no no it's, you know it's the things uh, the things happen. Yeah. Um,
0: so I, was it was it a really um was everyone dancing around that subject or was it something that was actually discussed Well um
1: yes and no um I sort of got right in there with it. Yeah. Um you know and it wound up being like a it wound up being a really good trip for yeah. me. Yeah. Um it was really good to see everyone obviously, but it was also good. It was to connect good to connect with my cousin. Mm -hmm. Um, it was really good to like touch base with him and connect and make sure sort of we're on the same page and all that. And then it was good to talk to her. I mean, it was, it was really good because you know, my folks have been doing everything they can, but obviously they can't do everything. Right. And, um, you know, they're not the easiest people in the world to live with. And, um, nor is she. And, so hope I, I hope I eased a little bit of tensions. I'm maybe. sure just
0: by being there. Yeah, that's well.
1: A... Well, I mean, hopefully for longer than that, though, by just having talks with everyone. Like, guys, come on. What you, are we doing? you
0: made them. You made them huddle up and have these conversations. They I made happy. everyone shake
1: hands. <laughs> um, well, no, my family is the most passive aggressive family in the world. Yeah. So nothing will ever get said. It's all about bottling it up forever, um, and and
0: taking it out in the ten thousand dollar German Shepherd, maybe. Totally.
1: Yeah. But and I hate expressing
0: to, your emotions through the dog. I hate
1: to be to be frank about, um, you know, cancer. But there's just there's like there's no time for that. You don't have time. Yeah. There's no time for for passive aggression.
0: You can make that argument about life. Life's too short for that kind of stuff, too. In well, general, that should be yeah, that should yeah. be the takeaway. Yeah.
1: Um, But now it's like definitely too short for that. Um, So I think just, yeah, everything needs to be on the table at that house. And I think everyone will be a lot happier. Um, So yeah, it was a good trip, man. It was a
0: tough love trip.
1: I mean, yeah, it was tough. It was tough.
0: But also you were giving some tough love. Uh, Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, it wasn't my place. By forcing
0: the group therapy.
1: No, it wasn't my place to do that. It was just, um, I don't know. I cried a lot. A lot of crying on my trip. Oh, man
0: all right, buddy. No, I mean, that's it has to be done. But you yeah. made it back okay. I can't believe you drove 4,000 miles in the last week or two.
1: Uh, the, last, Alone. the last 10 days. Um, I've heard every podcast that's ever been made. <laughs> um,
0: Except probably science because you have some standards.
1: Uh, sure. Um, I can't listen to The Beatles probably for another three years.
0: Oh, oh, good quick digression on The Beatles. This Let's do is, it. This is great. Uh, my dad has gone through a bunch of different musical phases. He used to play a hammered dulcimer. Um for a while he was playing mandolin, banjo, and he got good at all of them. He was he could play them all pretty well. Hammer dulcimer's super easy though. That's that's fair. Yeah. Um but it's interesting like he doesn't come at it from like a music theory standpoint. Like he has a really good ear, but he doesn't really want I don't think he wants to learn kind of the theory behind it. He just wants to like learn a single song really well. So on the banjo, he could play Foggy Mountain Breakdown like nobody's business. Really? Oh yeah. I mean like so he can get the the mechanics of it to the point of perfection it is hard but i mean but then you know maybe he couldn't just jam in a a certain key or something sure um but he'll pick up these instruments and get really good at them and then i think just lose interest once he's nailed the couple songs he likes but now he started playing guitar a year ago and he's retired so he's doing it hours a day um he's only played for a year but he's already gotten he's gotten really good and i kind of taught myself to play guitar with that beatles complete scores book yeah that? that? Yeah, yeah yeah It's amazing. If yeah. any any guitar player, or any instrument, any fan of the Beatles that wants to learn how all those songs were played, every single track, every single instrument, every song they recorded, it has the exact, not only the exact chords, but the exact, like, you know, voicings of the chords. But you so don't, don't
1: write a lot of music, do you?
0: I don't write music, really. So, I mean, yeah. I, I guess I'm kind of like my dad also. I want to learn songs that I love uh, note for note, you know, which is a weird thing to want. Maybe it's not weird. Whatever. But the it's Beatles book, I love that book. I love the Beatles. And it makes you respect them even more when you see what went into all these songs, yeah, and you can literally learn to play guitar from just this book um and i so I, I st- and my dad now this is the first time I've visited since he started playing guitar, so now we have this thing in common, and we were I was trying to teach him some songs, so trying to think of like some easier Beatles songs, like two of us and stuff like that, and then at some point in the trip, he's like, "You know what because I guess he's a guitar teacher who coincidentally is also the lead guy from the band that played uh Smoking in the Boy's Room." You know that song? Yeah. The 70s. My dad was taking lessons with this guy in Ann Arbor, Michigan for almost a year before finally asking him about his background. He's like, oh yeah, I was in this band. I forgot what they're called, but he was the lead guitarist for... Wow. Yeah. Um, but that guy's taught him some Beatles songs, and my dad what? said... Wasn't that Thin Lizzy or something? No, it sounds like... That's what I thought too at first, but it, it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a one-hit wonder kind of band, and it's got a funny name like uh, Brownsville Station or something like that. I sure. can't think... All of right, it. all right. Um but we're we're playing one of these songs, and my dad's like, "You know what? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but he's kind of like, these Beatles, pretty impressive, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. like at 65. He's just realizing. Wow. And I wanted to be like, yes, there's a reason that they are considered the best band of all t- because they are the best band of all time. Wow. I'm like yeah, that's the whole thing. And I kind of couldn't believe. And he's like, you know, I know, you know, I know their stuff, but like. It's Some really good stuff. I'm like, yes, it's great songwriting, well, innovative instrumentation, like everything about it is uh, war- lives up to the hype. In his, the Beatles,
1: in his defense, though, the Beatles, like any other band, if you just sort of knew the hits, I can see how they wouldn't be that impressive to people.
0: Right, I guess um, some of the hits are not. I mean, the hits aren't their best. Well, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying that their hits are a little similar. Yeah, um,
1: like. You, I mean, if, if you haven't heard like Helter Skelter yeah. or just like they were so weird and they pushed it so far. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. If you just knew I want to hold your hand, I don't think it'd be a band where I Right. Would if you
1: haven't like, heard like, like one of my favorite Beatles tunes and it's a, it's a goof. It's, it's like a, um, is, uh, is honey pie. Oh yeah. Where Paul, Paul just does his like weird Django Reinhardt ripoff
0: yeah, on yeah. the white
1: album and it, but it's like yeah, that's just a song. It's just a jerk off song. But it's like, I could never write a melody like that. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, just just popping it out just there. Nah.
0: Now Wild Honey Pie. Wild Honey Pie on, <laughs> on, a disc, song. on
1: disc one. There's a tune. <laughs> there's a tune for you. Um, it always makes me think of bees like beehives. That song? Yeah. Um, How about uh, You Know My Name? Look up the number. That one's crazy. It's like 11 minutes long. <laughs>
0: you know my name. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Won't you look at my yes, name? Yes,
1: Dennis. <laughs> Dennis Obell. <laughs> Dennis Obell. Um, yeah, they're, Beatles they're,
0: talk with Jesse and Andy. That's the podcast.
1: Uh, the Beatles are amazing. Um, and oh, let me tell you this. Now let's talk about some uh, dynamics here at the house.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, we're, we're in your bedroom now, so we can be a little more frank. We're not in the backyard with the risk of... Um, well, well, I don't know. I
1: mean, there's, pe- yeah, but people are always in the kitchen. They can't hear this. Um, so when I first moved in, I moved in before you, Andy, mm-hmm. as you know, and um, we live with uh, this guy, Stuart. Now, Stuart is 63, 64, 62, mm-hmm. between 62 and 64,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I remember him saying he was 62. Don't remember how long ago it was.
0: That <laughs> was in the past, so the number is not lower than that. Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, now, Stuart thinks he knows more about the Beatles than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and his defense is that he is older. I challenged him on this mm-hmm. and said, no, my friend, I know more about the Beatles than you. And first, let me, let me, uh, let me tell you this. Not even talking trivia, if someone doesn't play music... You can't say you know more about something that I could say okay well what's 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 the final chord in a day in right. the life yeah, okay, then I win like yeah. I win, okay, what's the chord progression for the you know blah blah blah, like um yeah, if you don't know some what's weird...
0: unique about the recording of uh her Majesty from a panning standpoint
1: right, instead of just something like what was George's favorite bubblegum,
0: yeah, like you know, but even that
1: stuff, I feel like I got it on lockdown, yeah. Now, then you move in. I feel like we got a good little Beatles trivia team going. Mm -hmm. I feel like we could probably nail this. We have Beatles Trivial Pursuit because Stu one day got so pissed off at me (laughs) that he bought it. And we never played because it was going to be like a big deal event, like like Casino Royale style, you know, like sitting around. And I've
0: even asked him about seeing it, but he won't open. Like once the... The, the, the saran wrap has been once the casing him, has been broken then there's the risk that somebody's been studying up so he well, won't I even open it I told him not to yeah I oh, told was him your not to. I, okay it was your thing it was my idea sure he's
1: not. I said don't <laughs> okay, open that okay. shit man because, because I don't want any uh, I don't want any brushing up yeah I'm, I'm
0: in dude I, I, we, I, but I want to see this happen. Why hasn't? But you should play too. I want to play because yeah.
1: what if what if you're the sleeper cell? What if you just pop? I'm in? I'm not
0: going to beat you on it. I know some stuff, but I'm not going to. You could.
1: Yeah. You could. You could pop in and just take take it. It depends how in depth. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it gets pretty in depth. I mean, it's it's pure Beatles Trivial Pursuit.
0: Yeah, I've got some blind spots in the early years, definitely. But mm. anyhow, so did something come up recently related to this? No, shows?
1: I just wanted to talk about it because it's always like annoyed me, like the the. It was like my- The hubris, the, the, the well, arrogance it, of- Well, it was my first uh, bluebell pet peeve. It was my first, like, wait, this isn't paradise.
0: Like, it was my <laughs> first, <house> like, <laughs> like- It wasn't the swamp water in the hot tub. Well, no, it was like my the, first clue. Because, you yeah. know,
1: I mean, I remember when you moved in-
0: Oh, I was elated. I couldn't it, believe this you, was were, real You thing.
1: were taking pictures of the pool. You were tweeting about it and stuff. Yeah. And, I, and I, I just, I didn't want to, like, say anything. I just had to be like, let yeah. him have his week. You know, it's gonna- Yeah i, I just
0: i just finished the first season of american horror story yeah and the this is like the plot are... <laughs> of every horror movie ever um this this the realtor doesn't mention the past it's just right yeah um the starlets that drowned here
1: yeah and i feel like i got that covered also this this the um the sleep eating has become a problem
0: did we mention that on the air or trying,
1: not i don't know man
0: All right. let me just tell my favorite one which i didn't witness firsthand but i walked out as soon as it happened you told me what happened are you talking about this one right before i left did we talk about it already? Wait, the the naked one. Okay, I'm thinking about the cheese. No, oh the cheese. Oh my god, tell that story. I love that. No, you go. You well, go. no, I wasn't. Okay, so, I, I so. will say I, I I don't keep
1: food in the refrigerator because we it can't will get we can't keep food in the refrigerator. Everybody, because um, one of our roommates will just steal it. He'll just take it. Um, The other one will just eat it and not know he ate it. Because he'll be sleep eating. He'll be sleep eating. The other one will just be drunk and steal it. Neither one of them know they steal food.
0: No, (laughs) no. In fact, the the sleep eater has left a note on the refrigerator, angry. That was hilarious. The next morning, it said, like, stop taking food. And it It was was not your, and it was him. he, He had eaten it during the night, yeah. But then one night, I, someone was visiting, and you guys were right in the backyard. You happen to have a clear line Brett, of sight. Brett Hamill, Brett Hamill from from Seattle, host of uh, Ham Radio. Yeah, you guys were hanging out with a clear view of the kitchen. All lights are on. It's like midnight or so, and I come outside, and you and you guys are both like your jaws are just on the floor. Like, I, you just missed the best. And what what? what no, he was me? still
1: he was still in there.
0: Oh, right. I just didn't. I didn't believe. I had to go check. Well, just say what you, what you saw. I,
1: I don't. I almost don't even remember the story because <laughs> okay, it was so trumped by the one that happened like last week.
0: Although I just love this that one of his sleep eating things was he just grabbed uh, this bag of shredded cheese, which is oh, one right. of my few attempts at putting some. I had. I got this quesadilla maker from Brooks' old apartment after the breakup. Yes, I was gonna make some quesadillas. Brooks's <laughs>
1: breakups are the best. You get awesome appliances.
0: Oh, Brooks. By the way, for 2013, we need to get Brooks a solid lady friend guy. So listeners who'd like to. Date one of our right. hosts. Uh, anyway, there's so, one
1: listener left at this point. Yeah, Email if you the made other it this listeners far
0: into the show. But um, you saw him take out the shredded cheese, pour it into a bowl, put it in the microwave. Oh, yeah,
1: I thought he was making nachos. That's what it was. Yeah, I thought he was like sleep making nachos, <laughs> right? Because because here's the deal: he wears dentures, and his dentures are out at night, so everything has to be soft. Oh, okay. And and that's why like I have seen him before. He'll go to Whole Foods and he'll buy just like the baby octopi. Oh my you know, how god. you can just buy like squid salad or whatever, <laughs> and 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 I've seen him just eating it, not even knowing I'm there. Like I'll come down to make a sandwich or something, and he's just in his dream world eating. It's just t- and, ten- and uh, tentacles, tentacles hanging, hanging out. Well. <laughs> so it's it's, it's, it's like literally Jabba it's Hutt. just like Jabba <laughs> the hunt. and it's it's um it's just like dude, I didn't sign up for this shit, yeah. man. Like moving
0: here, I can't I can't deal with this. Oh my god. Um, but but the cheese the cheese thing, he put the cheese in the bowl, microwaved it. And then just took did, out a did, spoon.
1: He took out a spoon and he just ate the melted cheese with a spoon and then he threw the bowl away.
0: <laughs> threw it in the trash. Just, and then when I came out you told me the story. He's like, it just happened. I'm like, no, it didn't. He said, Go look in the trash and sure enough he'd thrown the bowl away. Because yeah, he's asleep. He's,
1: yeah. yeah, he threw away like a bowl and a spoon of, of just cheese. Just melted cheese oh, that man. he and, and that's the kind, and then oh, and then last week I was uh, up here with the with the lady the lady uh the old lady friend there mm-hmm. and uh she's leaving and um he's he's doing the sleep eating totally naked just hanging out with the with the cock and balls um uh just in front of the fridge and um mm. she doesn't know he's like a sleep eater she goes like hey and yeah. he just he just kind of grunts or something and then we both go outside and um try to forget everything
0: yeah that's also a generational thing cuz dudes that age love being naked you just can't keep the clothes. It's weird on. how
1: that is, that is like a, I mean, you know, that's kind of a contrived bit. I mean, you hear it a lot, the, the no, old guys at the gym, but it's very, it's very
0: true. I, I just, I went to the gym in Ann Arbor on Friday with my parents, and my dad even asked ahead of time, like, if I wanted to shower there or wait till I come back. I'm like, no, anything I can do to avoid being naked around strangers, I will do. It's, I, yeah, I, I don't need to be, we have a shower that works here. I'm not enjoying this part of the workout. I just want to go work out.
1: No. What do you think that is about like their childhoods or the history of it? Was that just a thing that it's some
0: kind of war era?
1: I I don't, I have no idea. My dad remembers getting his, he was telling me about getting like a physical in gym class where just every guy in class had to line up and pull their pants down and and the doctor just went down the line line and did the turn the head and cough. But it's like the, the, the amount of lawsuits that would happen now yeah, if that happened.
0: But I don't know what it was. I mean, I feel like there... Uh, I'm sure there's some positive way of spinning it, of just everyone had a sense of community and there wasn't like individualism. and Yeah, I don't think I, there's I, I don't a know.
1: negative to it. It's just something that just we've bizarre. been raised this way, and now it's yeah. bizarre to me.
0: Yeah. But, oh well. Um I did want to get to one. Let's do a science (laughs) thing. Almost at an hour. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Dude, remember we we
1: almost did just pool talk? We almost did a podcast. Oh, did we? We talked about just when you moved in way before this way before probably science. Yeah. We talked about just having a podcast
0: where we would just be in the pool and try to figure out a way to record while lying in the pool. We would just be in the pool,
1: but we would always have a guest in the pool and we would just bullshit for an hour. I thought it was a cool. I mean, I think this was this was an easy hour.
0: Yeah, yeah, and this is very listenable, as far as I'm concerned, and everyone else could <laughs> fuck right the hell off. I right. guess
1: as far as as far as we're concerned, this is incredibly masturbatory. Yeah,
0: and, uh, uh, I did want to talk about so back. I looked it up, and back in episode five, we talked about this Russian expedition to drill into um, Lake Vostok in Antar- Antarctica, which is a lake that had been uh, cut off from the atmosphere for, I believe, millions of years, and they were successful. I think at some point. The, the whole team went missing, which was the interesting story we talked about before. But there was another team from the UK that was trying to do a similar drill into Lake Ellsworth in Antarctica that's two miles below the surface. And they've already they're years into this, they spent about thirteen million dollars and they just had to call it off on Christmas Day after failing to have two of the tubes that they were two of the different well, drilling things were the, supposed to meet the, the three hundred meters. Is below. The, the
1: Antarctica Home Depot closed. Yeah, you just can't
0: find the drill bits anymore. <laughs> you can't yeah, and they would have to keep going back. And they know? just don't like lows. I don't know what it is. <laughs> They're just not fans of Lowe's. <laughs> but um so I'm hoping in 2013 better luck to this to this British team of of scientists. Okay, well let's let's talk about this. Uh I didn't know there were lakes in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, this is uh this lake actually is not as old. They estimate that it's um half a million years old or maybe it was just half a million years since it was last exposed to the atmosphere, and... um, So how do they know what's down there? How do they find it? They... Let me see. That's an interesting question uh, that I might not have an answer for. I'm trying to bring up the article again that I was looking at. Um, Lake Ellsworth Antarctica drilling project called off. Um, That's... Yeah, I mean, I would assume it's just through... Boy, I'm just gonna guess and be dumb. Um, how would you know? I don't know. Two Some miles, deep? kind of. Two uh, miles. Uh, radar, sonar, uh, X-ray. <laughs> I have no idea. I Dude, have no two idea. miles. That's two crazy. It is crazy, but they knew it was there. Um, man, that's got to be an easy. Well, however, they knew. They did know, and they were drilling. I guess the Russians had been drilling with. Um, maybe more traditional drill bits and filling in the the hole they were making with antifreeze as they went to keep it from closing up and so there were some activists who were saying well, that's going to taint this because the whole idea is that these lakes well, it's, are interesting well it's also
1: it's it's bad for their sled dogs
0: for their sled dogs, yeah, yeah, all the All right, all right. Um, so these lakes are interesting to study because they've been cut off from the atmosphere for so long, so they can study the life that grows in them under high pressure and no light and all those kind of things. And as soon Wait, as you they introduce, have, they have life in them. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, that's what they want to. Not like you know, not like uh, no, but dolphins. even algae. But but yeah, no, that's that's the only reason that they're interesting is because they can find out more about um, simple life forms that exist under extreme conditions of pressure and temperature. And to find but out more about this is insane. History of the I'm
1: not even. I'm not even trying to like uh, make yeah. the
0: podcast interesting by. High... No, I, I thought it was interesting this too. Is crazy yeah. to me.
1: So okay, there are living things two miles below the Earth's surface in underground lakes in Antarctica. Yes,
0: yes to all those things. Yep. Okay,
1: so not only they knew the lakes there, but they know things are
0: alive in it. I don't buy that. And maybe that's because they've already bored down to some similar lakes before and found life. So they just estimate this one would be also. But I guess everyone that's, that's pristine like this has a new chance for for discoveries because it hasn't been tainted in any way. So yeah, I don't know how they would know that. But How, um, how much of the current ice mass of Antarctica is actually land? Man, like,
1: I... Because I know the ice perimeter don't. goes extends further. Yeah, yeah, but Antarctica uh, is a pretty sizable continent, as I understand it. Oh yeah, yeah. Of of actual just dirt and soil. I'll
0: go so far as to say real big. It's real big, <laughs> real big. Yeah. <laughs> um. But okay. yeah, so this. But I was going to say this. This hole, unlike the Russian one, was drilled with hot water. They had sterilized boiling, near boiling water. They were using to bore down into this uh, two-mile smart, smart chunk of ice. Smart um, move. But yeah, yes. they, they only got 300 meters down. They failed to make these two parallel boreholes meet, which they were hoping to have happen. So one of them could be, I think, a, a way to have the water from the other yes. drained. Yeah, like have, that. A, have an exhaust, yeah. And uh, once that failed, they just had to pack up and call it off. And they, they might not be able to do it. If they ever do it again, it might take them, I said a minimum of, of two to three, Wait, it said, um, it'll take a season or two to get all our equipment out of Antarctica and back to the UK. So at a minimum, we're looking at three to four, maybe five years. Why would they take it back to the UK? I would think I, I th- they'd have to winter. I mean, the conditions down there are so harsh, I think, that the stuff would get destroyed. But I think more importantly, they just have to call off this whole thing. I just can't imagine how frustrating that would be. And that's why I could never be a scientist. It's like this, People spend $13 million, many years of their lives, and within two weeks of starting this this drill on Christmas Day, they had this problem and just had to say, "Yep, it's all called off." We well, got... I
1: don't think that that is the. I don't think that's a generic scientist problem.
0: Oh, I think that's a very yeah. I mean, people spend a decade on on a on a certain project in the hopes of finding something, only to fi- only to have their hypothesis disproven or to have sure. something be tainted or sure. uh, yeah. You, all your you can do tons of work and have. Either now, not either, not uh, not. Uh, what's the what am I going God, I have no vocabulary for science anymore. Um, you know, the data you get, you gather, might be garbage, or the, sure, the, or might just disprove your theory. And I, yeah, I would think that Antarctica.
1: I would think that Antarctica would be like the moon. Like once you have some equipment there, it stays there.
0: And I would, well, but the conditions of the moon aren't very harsh. It's pretty easy to keep things, when there's almost no atmosphere. And uh, no, I just mean it's like not worth getting it, ba- bringing it back. Oh, like right, I would right. think
1: it would cost more than thirteen million dollars to ship all this equipment back to the UK. Yeah, or and then get it back down there again. Possibly, I think the way to do it would be bore down a little bit, put it in there, cover it up, wait for the winter <laughs> to end.
0: Well, I mean these these holes they were boring down are not very wide. These are tiny things just to get samples. They aren't intending to put a team down into the lake and go for like a sub-Antarctic scuba dive or something. God, so nothing so cool, would be dude. pretty cool. That would be so cool. God, um, so many horror movies could start with this With this. Now, team have to,
1: they Have they considered, have they done any um, dynamiting?
0: Just dynamite them? two miles down?
1: Well, no, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, here, here's the thing, is uh, they've already thought of all the ideas that we have about it. Yeah. Like, why didn't they just do this? And it's like, it's not like that never... There's like reasons that obviously you can't do that. Yeah, I just don't know what those reasons are. So I'm going to be the idiot and say like, well, "Why didn't they just done about it?" Or put down a real? Why don't you just drop in
0: a hot coal and just do that a couple times a day? <laughs> just drop some lava. <laughs> uh, I think the main thing is just not tainting. Like the only reason the lake is interesting is because of its uh, its containment and because of its lack of. Um... So how are they going to sample? Because as soon as they they puncture but the, it, but they but they're they're boring down with sterilized water so the initial drill isn't gonna isn't gonna taint it and then after that they'll be bringing up samples some but i'm talking
1: about just the the airflow just the vent itself the vent itself could would, taint, would it. taint it
0: i think maybe that's negligible I'm, uh, well just, point, I'm just just guessing. i'm
1: just saying just exposing it to those levels of nitrogen and, and oxygen and
0: uh, right it would change things but it's also a giant lake so uh hopefully it wouldn't make a huge difference um Let's see. Yeah, they, they estimate that it's about 10 kilometers long and 150 meters in depth. Now, what stopped it from freezing? Ah, man, excellent point. Excellent question. I don't know why that would have remained water while. Well, um, Thermal vents? That's or what something I'm going to guess or, also. Or- I'm looking on the Wikipedia for the lake itself. I'm going to look up Lake Vostok, which was the one that the Russians Like
1: stuff like that blows my mind. Where like like underneath the ocean, they'll find like older oceans. Uh-huh. You know, they're like, "Oh, well, there's another sea under the sea below it of thicker water or something." And I just don't <laughs> know like how it works. Like Right. They'll find like an ancient seabed. And, yeah. And I don't know what that means. Like like and and then I'm pissed at myself for not knowing what that means, and pissed at every teacher I ever had, because that that would have fascinated me endlessly more yeah. than whatever bullshit we were talking about.
0: That's interesting. You should read I just started reading on my flight back Um, the Bill Bryson book, A Short History of Nearly Everything. Have you heard of that?
1: I like Bill Bryson a lot. Yeah.
0: He's the guy He's you know he's written lots of, I guess, sort of experiential journalism stuff, you might call it. Or, yeah, I did a hike in the woods. A walk in the, the woods, a, yeah. A walk in the about woods. About going on the Appalachian Small Trail. Small Town
1: America was really good. And I I'm, haven't read that. I might also have the name wrong, or um, side sideshow. No, it's not Small Town America. It's like sideshow America or something. Or yeah, um, it's it's just a, a bunch of it's a tour of sideshow attractions, like the world's largest whatever. Oh, cool! But it's just a, these weird podunk towns that offer like one thing. Yeah, you know, the giant fork, and that's their deal. That's
0: and it sort of like talks map.
1: about them, and yeah.
0: No, he, so he's a great. He's a great writer, um, but, you know, usually isn't science driven. And this book is came from his uh, frustration at teachers who made science so boring. You know, it was all about just numbers and not about the big picture. Well, and I had, some t- I had some terrible science teachers, though. Yeah.
1: Even just their monotone voice was, it was not good.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, also the lack of just, in general, big picture views on things or explaining how someone even found something out. Um. Like how yeah how you how you would even find out that would be the kind of question that would have make made him want to write this book is like well how do we know is a lake underneath there how did you even get to that conclusion, um so he's trying to explain, literally from the dawn of of time the start of the universe or universes or whatever sure um in sort of layman's terms which is obviously tough to do I'm only. Uh, it's a Kindle, so I don't know page numbers, but like I'm only like 5% of the way into it. But it seems pretty good so far. I mean, th- And if that's the kind of thing that turns you on is uh, a layperson trying to tackle big issues and then deliver it back to you in that kind of tone, uh, it's great. And I'm also actually reading um, Packing for Mars. I just started that. Have you heard of that book? No. About the, the problems of bringing humans to space. And they've talked about some stuff. We've talked about this podcast already, including the the um, that Russian thing in a car park where they had people... Uh, locked in a capsule for 500 days to simulate what a Mars mission would be, just from the human standpoint, to see what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. True story. <laughs> the real world. Uh, Odessa. Um, but yeah, that book's really good too. If you're interested Wait, in that, space, uh, we talked about that on this episode. No, I'm saying on probably science. At some point, we talked this summer. We talked about this Russian um, Mars Experiment. Uh, simulator yeah I knew about the
1: simulator where it was like the amount of space they would have
0: yeah and the, and then they have the same delay of you know twenty minutes for a radio transmission, which it would take once you're that far away, sure. just to deliver an update on what's going on on earth and stuff like that, but it's also like how much of it can you really trust as far as the psycho- psych- psychological effects on the people if they know in their heart of hearts worst case scenario, we can jump out and we're just on the c three level of a parking garage. In like a a Moscow Best Buy or something, you know, like, yeah, that's the part of it that doesn't ring true for me. Like how much, how real can it be when the stakes are that low? Well,
1: um, you would, I think you would suffer the same psychological effects after a while.
0: Yeah, you would go crazy still. It would be hard to not move around, but there's some solace in knowing that you can always, worst case scenario, you could jump out of this thing, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I didn't, want, I didn't want to go down that whole path. But two book recommendations based on um, a couple hours of my plane reading so far. Bill Bryson, A Short History of Nearly Everything, and uh, Packing for Mars. I forgot who wrote that.
1: Now, let me offer you this really fast. I know we got to wrap it up. Do you want to cut this up? Pop that first, the science part. And then if people want to listen to our drivel,
0: they can mm-hmm. keep listening.
1: Because, dude, it's a lot to get through before we got to something science
0: But we, you know, it's like the... That's the carrot. That's the that's the prize at the end of the But did we mention there the would be a slog? prize? I don't know if I we mentioned I think at some point it. I said there's going to be one science story. That was that like I 40 minutes about. in or something. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> this is a bonus episode. Listen, I won't be personally offended if you don't listen, but if, you've, I you, won't either. if you hear me say this, it's too late you have listened, so thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, and we'll bye. try to get Matt and Brooks back here. soon. Look, I hope I, this isn't the end of the podcast. I, what do you mean? I, no, Why do you say it that? Wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. No. You're kidding, right? No, it's just so hard to get everyone's schedules together and uh with the festival coming up and my job and stuff. I hope we can keep it go- we're going to keep it going. Yes, why would we not? Yeah, yeah don't even yes. don't even talk okay. like
1: that. You would have to do some sort of finale where you're like we got a month left and then you do yeah. do, the, do the stuff and have some returning guests. You can't just No, no, no. You th- this 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 is can't go out with a whimper.
0: No, but I'm glad we got to go- I got to talk about some some real shit. It wasn't sciency, but it was holiday related. It was bonus y yeah, I mean it didn't get it didn't get too real, which I you know it was real enough. Talked about it was real enough. Deaf dogs. I don't want to bum everyone out. Sleep eating. The deaf dog staring at us. Hospice right now. situations. It got kind of real. I'm bummed
1: out that Georgia took such a long nap today because she's going to be up all night. Uh, I've had to do this a lot where I have to take her for a walk at two in the morning so she'll sleep again because that'll get her tired.
0: If you just got a dachshund, just the belly up next to you. We'll do it. I don't think uh, you know.
1: This isn't my dog. It's Courtney's dog. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of our dog at this point. But I don't think Courtney understands how easy dogs are supposed to be.
0: Like she she creates drama there or something or something. No,
1: no. I'm saying Georgia is a very high maintenance, very special needs dog. Oh, oh. And dogs are supposed to be, like, yeah, it's a responsibility. But they're supposed to just sort of lay around and snooze, and st- they're not like yeah. these constant. It's not constant work where you can't leave them alone because this will happen. Yeah. Or like, you know, like my, I grew up with dogs and they didn't have an eating schedule or anything. There was just food (laughs) in the bowl and water and they would self feed and then they would just like, if they had to go outside, they'd stand by the door for a minute. You let them out and they pee and come back. It's like, it's not this crazy thing. And it's like, I don't know, man. I mean, she's totally worth it, but it's like, it's, it's more, the happiness and the lows are way more bipolar with this dog than they should be. Yeah, like she makes me so happy, but it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot of work.
0: So you're gonna be bored when you eventually have a child someday, unless they're special needs. Like you're gonna need to. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have a special needs child. though
1: <laughs> just like happen. there's like the chances of there's me. No way not. At this point, I really do think it's like over fifty percent chance,
0: just because of some sort of karmic duty
1: for to- ah, karmic duty, and just um, I mean, it's just like I know me, <laughs> and I know that that's just gonna happen.
0: Okay, I'm gonna root against that happening for you, but well, uh, no, you
1: should root against it. I mean, it would suck, but it, it would be some. You know, I'd deal with it. Like, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I'm probably totally gonna have a kid that's uh, autistic or, or you know, Down syndrome or something.
0: Perfect. That's a great place to leave it. I think. Uh... <laughs> I think most people feel that way, though. What? That they want to have? They don't
1: want to. I don't want to. I'm saying yeah. they feel like they will. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's want. Probably, of course, I don't want to.
0: A fear you have when when the pregnancy is is currently happening or something, but you're like, if someday it even happens, that's just going to happen.
1: I've just always thought I probably yeah. I've just always thought I'll probably have yeah. uh, have a like um, mentally handicapped kid. <laughs> Excellent. So happy holidays, everybody! Happy
0: holidays. Have a great uh, start to 2013, and we'll be back soon once everybody gets in town and their acts together when you finish by the
1: time you're done listening to this podcast it will be 2013
0: no doubt yeah so have a great week and we will be back Soon. soon